0: Well, howdy partners, it's the Bullet Sheriff here, welcoming you to another episode of the greatest rootin' tootin' Terra Mystica podcast in the West, Fire 2 on Air, Great Western Trail, Cold Express, flick em up, yee there's a snake in my boot. bullet terra mystica everyone are you doing it are you playing bullets all the cool kids are doing it give it a go get on the trend uh, don't get left behind um get they get stuck in the old ways like me when i was on a coach on a year nine french exchange and i had an old jog free sony jog proof cd walkman and everyone else on the coach had already got fancy new mp3 players and i felt like an old-fashioned has-been bullet terra mystica so this episode is about bullets and we have joining myself and super charney uh super loves bullets obviously and another keen player of bullets is danny b and so Danny B, Super and I talked about bullets, talked a bit about how they work, the rules such that they are, uh, some strategies and just some like cool general stuff about how especially how Danny just enjoys playing them and experimenting in them. Um so yeah. Enjoy the listen and get playing some bullet games of Terra Mystica. Um which is to explain is just playing really fast, basically. But yeah we'll go into that uh and then the end of the episode we're going to play out with danny's just been making started making some faction theme songs uh which is really cool and he has provided his oran um little tune that he's made which is lovely and wonderful so we'll play the episode out with that and you can see more of all the amazing creative stuff that he does on his SoundCloud, which is soundcloud.com slash fiction, spelt F-I-K-T-I-O-N, soundcloud.com slash fiction productions, actually. So enjoy. Thank you. How are you guys doing? Good man, how are you? Danny? And he's (laughs) gone. Oh, that is the end of the bullet tournament. Bullet tournament, bullet conversation.
1: Thanks everyone. See you next time. Two bit internet, okay.
0: Mm, Anyway, Um, maybe we could have sent him the questions. Nah,
1: it's all good. Nah. Get him by surprise. Catch him off guard.
0: Well, we're entering you today, Super, so I have to catch you. Maybe I've. Those were decoy questions, and I've actually made.
1: Oh! Other questions. You sneaky little tea drinker. <laughs> okay, uh, I have an hour and 15 minutes.
0: Well. This conversation only takes, what, 20 minutes? Five minutes per speaker? Whoever's talks for the longest loses? Yep. Is that, is that the idea?
2: <laughs> yeah, something like that, I guess. All right. We
0: Outside are
2: talking about
0: Bullet Terra Mystica. Bullet slash Blitz
1: Terra Mystica. Bullet. bullet, anyone? Post-lunch, Bullet. Bullet,
2: anyone?
0: Okay. Taking over the scene with Bullet games. No one plays... Just boring, fast speed games anymore.
2: who, who wants who wants that? Ugh.
0: I guess the first thing to clarify is that we refer to bullet and blitz as the same time, correct? I think They're both so. just fast placed, but in chess, blitz is blitz is the slow is slightly slower than bullet, I think in chess is how it
2: works. I think so too, right? Right, Super? I'm not sure there which one is the slower or the f- faster, but they're different. I think they're different.
1: There's also this idea of Blitz tournaments that Rain, Rainier used to run, right? And there was like seven minutes per player. Uh, uh, it, those were special settings on Board Game Arena, and you could do that only if you a tournament. So mm. uh, well, nobody yeah. really, you know, like written down the rules, uh, what's what, really. So we just... I think they're in inter- In we use them. We actually use both of them. I guess bullet is more popular, though. I think though. I think bullet the the way we play. I think
2: bullet is m- more similar because you really like you play as fast as you can. Like yeah. you don't you don't have a, the 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 aspect of like managing a, a specific set of time. You just you just go as fast as possible. Uh, so in that way, I think it, bullet makes more sense as a terminology than than bullet. Yeah. But I. I think both are interchangeable in here we don't have a don't have a clear distinction people refer to it as bullet or blitz yeah
0: so yeah the the sort of the first question is for those who don't know and who don't play bullet slash blitz terramistica what what are we doing what are we talking about how how what are the settings how do you play
2: um yeah. So basically, you, you try to play as fast as you can. It's Terra Mystica. So we usually put it in training mode, uh, because we don't want to uh, regular ELOs to be influenced by, by it. If It's just to take off the pressure of of of, of you know trying it out and, and seeing for yourself what it is about. But essentially, the goal is just to play as fast as you can, essentially. And you just play a regular game of, of TM, but you, you just try to condense your thinking and try to think uh in, in in the other people's turns and yeah, but it's just a regular game of TM except you know, settings you we just choose on the spot and you just you just play it as fast as you can and you try to get the fastest time. I think Super introduced some tournament rules that uh, favors the the the, the 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 speed playing, right?
1: Um that was just for the sake of streaming. Yeah what yeah both tournaments we had to you know organize it some somewhat
0: yeah, I think the the sort of the rules is... Yeah, that was the, sort of the next question is like...
1: We made them up real quick just to, you know... Yeah, but... exactly.
0: Yeah, exact. I think that's the thing is there's no sort of set-in-stone rules for this. And you there's also no way currently... Again, this is something that we've got written down to talk about. There's no way currently for it to be a setting on Board Game Arena or anything like that. It's all being done... Uh, what's the word? Uh, ad hoc sort of yeah
2: ad hoc yeah well i think i think the the, the I, it's not a huge problem that there isn't i think or there there isn't a, 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 a like a, a specific set of rules because I, I think for me the first the first goal of this mode is just to have some quick fun without like over analyzing and without the pressure of trying like to find every optimal move which can be fun sometimes i mean i, I mean i think we all get into games like tm because we we like to think about Things and we like to analyze, but but sometimes you know you're doing other stuff in the day that requires you to think and analyze, and sometimes you just want to have the experience of playing TM without the uh, the cumbersome aspect of always be thinking and thinking and thinking and overthinking things. I have, for me, that's what I get out of it personally.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah just you just take a break. You get you know like after hard hard day of work, you just go for a little bullet that takes twenty. Around 20 minutes, um, maybe a bit more, up to 30. You just chill out. Well, they're pretty intense, actually, bullet games, right? <laughs> but, you, you yeah, actually, yeah, but sometimes I join them, and I'm like, okay, let's do whatever. Uh, I'm just, I'm just clicking stuff. I don't think about anything, and I end up mm. dead last. But still, the very idea of clicking, building structures, uh, digging hexes is fun of its own. So that's perfect for that.
2: Yeah, you get the, you get the experience. You get the 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 pleasant aspect of playing TM, but without the time constraints. So sometimes you don't mm-hmm. have the time to play a whole game and it's fun. And also, you know, it's, it's another challenge. So it's, it's challenging in its own, in its own right. It's another layer of strategy, another layer well, of tactic, more than strategy actually, but um, it's another challenge. So it's not, it's not that it doesn't challenge you or it doesn't, it still has the same component of TM being like a challenging game, intellectually speaking. Or at least you need to think about it, but you don't need to spend an hour thinking. You could just spend twenty minutes or thirty minutes thinking, and then do something else or or play again. Yeah.
0: Mm. Um, But the scores that that you guys, the sort of the scoring that you guys notionally do, even though it's not official, is like. Uh, 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 is the slowest person loses? Is that what is that sort of what you're thinking about when you play it? Do you even do you even think about it when you're doing those quick pick up bullet games?
1: Um, um, yeah, well, me personal, me personally, I just try to be as fast as possible. I, I don't care if I'm second, third, no winner, or, no loser. Mm. Yeah, I just, I just want to be the fastest. I want to be the fastest player there. If I win, uh, there's just, a, I mean, in terms of points, that's just usually a side effect. But yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm aiming for both being the fastest and winning games, and yeah, it's just I guess it's just our gentleman's agreement that whoever is the slowest, we just do not consider him uh, to be a winner. So there's always three people in the end, right? Yeah, I think even Logis
2: says that uh, exactly. Like you have to be the the fa- um. sorry the fastest wins, like regardless of scores, and the slowest loses. But I mean, these are all just. I, I think in the in its at its core, the way it emerged is a way to have fun. It's not a way to be competitive. Yeah. So so I think talking about uh, implementing strategies or, or uh, not strategies but rules for like who wins or who loses is going to remain like not superficial but like not really thorough, I, I guess, because it's not it's not in line with the main point. I, I think of of this game world, which is just to have fun mostly and not worry too much about uh, the competitive aspect I, I think but it it certainly could be implemented if if it if it's been thought through a bit more and it would help if if bga had a a clearer set of variables that we can define and say okay this is bullet settings like the time and and, and things like that yeah mm.
0: i yeah i guess i would say i i i do like where you're coming from there guys Terra Mystica is supposed to be fun and mm. you are having fun. I would suggest that if people who have not played it before, the bullet mode, or you want to play it with uh, sort of other folks. So when I played a game of bullet with my mates who um, who play online but don't play that much, I we went for the slowest loses approach. And that right. is just a good way to, it just encourages everyone to speed up and play and that it gives you that sort of pr- just enough pressure in your mind that when when it gets to sort of five seconds and you've been thinking you have to make a move and it just forces you to yeah. to speed up slightly and i think as to introduce yourself to the bullet sort of way of thinking and and playing fast the slowest loses is a, is a nice sort of nice setup
1: yeah, yeah uh, especially since you don't have you know you can't you don't see during the game if you're what's your time right you just see it at the very end so sometimes it's like oh my god i was so slow and then turns out you were faster than anyone else right so yeah. uh, you 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 cannot really like strategically approach it like okay i still have you know like those 20 seconds uh more than anyone else so i can just think about this particular move you never know oh, what's your time what's your opponent's time so there's always that um that thing that it, it, it's revealed at the very end so you never know actually so you gotta be the fastest no matter what and every single round and turn I think I like that actually yeah because, Yeah. Uh,
2: because you, you 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 spend less time on thinking about your time management because you don't want to mm-hmm. spend time thinking on your time management when you're play trying to play as fast as possible you want to just only be thinking about the game and I think I think it also helped me to 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 focus more like be, between the game it, it like it showed like I played bullet. i've been playing for a while now but then when i play regular games like this mindset of like forcing myself to think on opponent's turns and not like Mm. going going to facebook or or watching something else on the side you know you know how when we play games sometimes of this nature it can be long before your turn comes but but i I think most people are, are in a default state where they only think on their turn and they don't, and they use the opponent's time to just do something else instead of mm-hmm. focusing on the game. But but and that can lead to like poorer results, I think. So when uh, when I'm playing regular games, you know, if I'm playing uh, my time, usually now from now on, I, I try to play as if I'm playing Bullet in the sense that I'm only thinking about the, I'm always thinking about the game even during my opponent's turns and not only during mine. And I think that's that 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 leads to better results because you're just more focused. I, I think. True true
0: yeah i like that and um is this yeah i guess uh, you also danny in your last tuesday league season you were sort of playing pseudo bullet as well like actively right you were you were like deliberately trying to
2: play really quick yeah the first game i didn't and i i I finished last and then and 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 then the other the all the 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 second and third game i played I did play like at bullet speed from my end. So in the three minutes, four minutes range, and I, I did win them both. And then the last game, it was more tricky. So I needed really, really needed more time to think. So I think I had like a nine minutes thinking time instead of like the five or the four that you would see, but uh, ended up second. So still decent. But uh, yeah, I think it really, it, it just makes it more fun for me uh, personally. Yeah.
0: Mm. It also um and it, it does get you into the practice of playing faster and then you sort of can play faster in your normal yeah. games because then normal games yeah feel slower kind of thing you feel like you've got more time
2: yep exactly it's uh and then i think i think if, if a lot more people can play faster I, I think people can play more games and then and then that, that's just you often see you oftentimes see people on in the discord whatever complain about like Oh, this guy had like a forty minutes thinking time, and and so so if if I think if if uh, if more people can play a bit faster, I think uh, that's something that's desirable, I guess, for the community. But you know, no no pressure there. Take take as take as much time as you need. It's not uh it's not an indictment, but uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, pro- the problem is if you're the only one not <laughs> like yes. if everyone else is taking their turn suddenly it's back to your turn much quicker of course and, yeah, of course you're on just clock pressure
2: there's a there's, there's an inverse color like i can only go so fast because in the game if if all the other players take their time then i, I have more time to think so i actually have i don't need as much time to on my turn to think because i just already know my moves so of course if, if if everybody plays at this speed then then hmm. then no then, everybody has less time to think on the other times on the uh, on the opponent's turn so the whole game goes slower for everyone but i think it still goes faster in the in the with the for the mean value for the total value of time No, yeah
0: it, um and it, again that is sort of almost a, ta- a tactic you can if people are struggling on the clock you can target them by just <laughs> as soon as they take their go just send it straight back to them get them playing right. their next move
2: <laughs> yeah i think like you can play in the minds of people with with, with that strategy. Maybe. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's <laughs> true. Um, so then, the other important thing for folks that want to try Bullet is board game arena settings. So, for like we said, there's no specific. Um, Game settings that you can do, other than that you guys generally play in training mode. But then, when you're in the game, there are a few things that you can do to aid your bullet play. Correct?
1: That's right. Uh, first and foremost, you need to turn the animations off. And yes. As yes. of right now, after playing like tons of bullets, I play my regular games, even turn-based without animations. On, uh, without animations. Uh, i get used to it uh it can save a lot of time actually yep yeah. that's... that's in
0: the in like the top right menu
1: yeah yeah, yeah. uh you're right you just press on that uh on the icon at the top right corner there's animations on or off you choose it off and that's pretty much it um yeah that's so actually that's one. Uh, you sorry, do, you, don't, again? you don't. You don't need to change
2: it. Like once you change it off, I think you, it, it it stays oh, yeah. up for the yeah, yeah, cool.
1: forever until you turn it on again. Mm-hmm. And I just play without animations anymore, even though they are cool. Um, once I watched somebody stream and i saw those animations for the first time after like three or four months and i was like what the hell is that it's it's so weird these structures are moving you know and... yeah the way they just appear and, and, and stuff, yeah. yeah it was so creepy actually you know what what is this game
2: uh, um I, yeah the other setting is is also like the auto leech thing i don't know i don't know on what on what level you you have it on super for most of the game i think I keep I keep to one for twos and sometimes two for threes, like automatically accept them. Uh, I, some people do different things, but yeah.
1: So I have them uh, always uh, two for three, and yeah. I actually switch that. I try to switch that quite a lot because I don't want to, I don't want to you know how to accept leech when I don't want to do it. Like when, after I pass, uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna overproduce power. So whenever I finish my turn. I confirm the end of my turn and then I uh, turn that thing off and right. I manually accept uh leech so that, you know, uh, just to make sure I don't overproduce. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's actually probably the most tricky part, at least for me right now, um, the way I play bullets is to uh, scroll down, uh, change the uh, settings and, you know, go back to the game. So it's, for me, it's two for free always. Uh, when i start the game then i switch switch that off then on again um, sometimes uh, i manage to calculate exactly how many resources i need so for example if i need one more resource i turn it uh, to one for two and then i right. after i get it i switch it off you know these little minor things that can save you like two seconds throughout the whole game but still
2: it's it's you'll, you you get them where where you can yeah i think it just give me an idea. I have two screens here, so maybe I could I, I could duplicate the the game tab and having one game scrolled immediately, like on the uh, on the, oh.
0: on, the
2: blue, on, on, on the blue box thing, on the other way. So you don't have to scroll. You just switch your your screens. So if you have two screens, I think you could you could do that. That's uh that would that's, be a pretty uh, that would be a pretty good thing. I think to do. I just thought of it. That's smart, uh, actually. Yeah. Uh, so you could do that so there's there's a lot of you know small tactical things that that like technical things that you can do i think to improve your your speed if that's a route you want to go in i, I think yeah so like the the see i haven't thought about like auto turning the leech i like automatically at each of every round i think that's a that's a pretty good tip because it it, it it saves you from thinking about when you need to do it and you just need it you always need to do it automatically right at the end of each round so i think that's good and you
0: pass yeah and that yeah i think just to be clear that yeah at the bottom of the play screen there's that blue box which tells you can tell the game i don't want to be asked for two for one leeches or three for two i just want to automatically accept them all the time and yeah yeah, that's because whenever you're doing whenever you're making a decision like that um or yeah, basically, any time the game is on you and it's doing an animation or it's doing that, it's counting your clock and adding to that all important clock in the village. <laughs> in the village,
2: yeah. I think it, really, uh, it, it might depend on the faction too. It's like maybe if you're playing Swarmlings, or, or like you don't necessarily want all that leech. But if you're playing Engineers, you, you might be more tempted to just leave it on always, uh, uh, mm-hmm. depending on on how many power you've burnt or or, or whatever. So yeah, I think. Well, like all things, I think it can depend on the game, obviously.
1: Uh, there's also the third uh, setting, uh, minor one, uh, end of turn uh, conversions. Ah, right. Uh, yeah. So you That's can either mm. have it on always. So it asks you if you want to convert every single time you, you uh, perform an action. Uh, there's the other setting that uh, uh, that never asks you about end of turn conversions. Uh, and there is the middle one, uh, which says whenever power was gained. So whenever you gain power, the game asks you if you want to, if you want to convert. If, for example, you just build a dwelling, you do not gain any power; it doesn't ask you. And that's the setting that I'm using actually. Uh, I'm using the
2: I'm using the never, uh, no conversions ever being asked. I think, but I, I might try the the one you just mentioned. I haven't really thought through about this this option, so maybe that's. Maybe that's pertinent yeah
1: yeah i found a uh, i found it pretty disturbing when uh, for example you send a priest to cult uh you get to you get you gain two power then you have every power token you're right. free and you can convert right and yeah. Yeah, the whole yeah. turn uh fleege um goes to waste, right Yep, true but that right. also means you need to you know click a bit more but that's more efficient for your game uh, in terms of you know, economic and victory points. Yeah, but because you also need to
2: to convert anyways for 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 like say you don't have the setting on, and you would need to convert before you send your priest, and that still requires roughly the same amount of clicking because you know the the conversion box and the confirm box is kind of at the same place, right? So when it asks you to if you want to convert, so it's it's not really super. Uh, you, don't, you don't you don't lose seconds on that i think so yeah that's a good tip
1: yeah.
0: this is what um i i really like about and i think we've sort of scratched the surface a little bit with the tournament games we've had is when it, when this become if this becomes a fully competitive thing there's a lot of intricate calculation calculations of like points per action or points per second that i think you could get into but yeah. when you're just playing fun bullets it doesn't matter so much because you're just having a laugh, but you know, when there's bonus points on the line for time, which we'll get to with the tournament format, all that stuff can become really important as we found with
2: some yeah. of the games. <laughs> and now we've, we've been only like talking about absolute time, but yeah, the, the I think I'm a fan of of just conceptually speaking, the, the, the metric of using uh, uh, the ratio of time per actions. I, I think that would be a more accurate way of measuring uh, mm. speed. I think... But, you know, there's there's a debate to be had, of course, on it, yeah.
0: Yes, yes. One thing on the conversions is that if you do change that, uh, ask for convergence every turn, that is your ability to undo. So then if you go back into your arena game and you've still got that turned off, you will yeah. have lost the ability to always have undo. So that's one that you, on if you like, using undos, and that's a whole other debate you might want to bear that in mind that you've lost your ability to undo once you've changed that setting it's something to note
1: True. I already developed the habit of checking the settings in every game whatever I play whether that is a regular game turn-based or bullet I always check the settings and choose you know the appropriate one for the format that I'm playing yeah. I already do it automatically it happened mm. it happened to me once
2: where I was playing a regular game and I, I wanted to undo something uh, because, but I couldn't because of uh yeah, you learn the hard way. You just yeah. The important thing is you learn though. So whether it's the hard way or the soft way, it, mm-hmm. it, it only matters that that you learn from it. Yeah. But since then, I've I always check also my my settings, make sure everything is in concordance to the format. Yeah.
0: So, i well, this this strategy talk. I guess one thing that I also thought was worth mentioning on the sort of settings side is like your hardware slash browser slash internet connection side of things for these bullets because i I don't think anyone knows to the full extent but we're fairly sure it makes a difference right like if you've got a very slow pc uh or you're playing you're playing on mobile or ipad god forbid um it makes a difference how quickly you can play right
2: I think so, surely, surely it must, it must. And sure, and there's no way to really quantize or uh, the, the, the the impact of, of, of technology. I, but there must be a way, but it, it must be really calcu- complicated to calculate. But yeah, I, I think my, my brother, is, it's a funny anecdote because my, my, my brother wanted to test this hypothesis because my computer is a bit more uh, performant than his. Uh, so we, we wanted to play a bullet game where we swapped and, 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 the settings of my computer and my mouse and my thing were actually too fast for him to like uh, use properly because he wasn't used to to this kind of speed, so he wasn't <laughs> able really to. He wasn't able to play immediately. Like he, I think he needs more time to get used to it, which is normal. Whenever you're thrown off by something you're not used to, you just need a bit time to adjust. But uh, yeah, I played on his computer for for a bit and I noticed a difference. Like you know, you click something and it takes a few seconds or. So, so I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, I couldn't do like three or four minutes on, on his setup. I'm I'm pretty confident in that. Yeah.
0: I think because um, I'm on a Mac, I think I feel like Board Game Arena slightly struggles if I use Safari. So for Bullets, I normally switch to Firefox on my Mac. And again, mm. I don't know how much difference it makes, but it just, it just feels like it's slightly quicker. And on, on certain other stuff board game arena struggles on safari so yeah zavok is one who he's definitely said that he doesn't think that he can possibly with what with his setup he can't get faster than sort of eight or nine minutes
1: yeah i was about to say that he's got some um ui or whatever um technical issue that forbids him to play uh, as fast as other players do, even though he wanted, but you know his computer or his mouse or his internet internet connection, whatever that is, um, it disables him to play. You know as fast as others, unfortunately, because every single, if I remember correctly, he mentioned that every single move that he takes, uh, it takes like three more seconds to submit or something like that. So I know what the issue about, but yeah he he doesn't play all the bullets i think that loops back to
2: the topic we talked earlier about this not being competitive so so the point is not you know to go as fast as possible because you want to have the fastest time because it's a competition it's just to get in the spirit of you know playing quickly for fun so so even if you don't have like a, a, a computer setup that allows you to reach like 3 minutes or 4 minutes well you still can <clears> enjoy the, the 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 concept of of trying to play as fast as you can, you know, and, and having a quick game and, and having fun with it. So I wouldn't read too much into the the, 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 the time values, you know, because we all know that, you know, that technology is a factor. Uh, but, uh, yeah, essentially.
1: True, but at the same time, um, if I were Xevo, uh, you know, I was using his, um, I know, internet, his computer, whatever that is, and I was forced to, so that... The way his setup makes him play every bullet, like it takes him eight minutes or something. No matter you know what he does, he's always above seven or eight minutes, and right. it isn't influenced by his you know his goodwill and his um his performance as a player. Yeah, so he's just you know disabled you know from the get go. So I also wouldn't want to play bullets uh, if I were him. You know, so I can I can, so. I can yeah. totally get it. Yeah, true.
0: I thought you were going to say, if I was Zavok and I had his setup and his internet, I would still be able to get a five-minute game. <laughs>
2: I, 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 <laughs> I thought that's where you were going to. I, I don't know if I was disappointed or relieved. It was <laughs> one of the two.
0: Uh, it, d- it does mean, though, that I think, you know, when... Um, when Terra Mystica is in the Olympics, the bullet tournament will have to be held in like a League of Legends, Overwatch League style, everyone on the same hardware, sat in a yeah. room together right. with the same connection. And and that's the way we make this. Yeah, screw all the having fun and varying around. It's, yeah, got to have it fun. We've got to have the competitive mode as well.
2: Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the next level is to implement like a, a way to automatically program moves and like in advance like maybe sometimes you know what you need to do in mm. the in the for the first few moves or, or whatever you have this very clear sequence in your head like you need to upgrade ship double dig and whatever so and nothing is going to change that probably yeah perhaps. so having the ability to like program moves and then and then whenever it reaches your time it just executes i think that would be the the the, the most uh a pretty good technological feature to have. If if we really wanted to push this, how can I go as fast as, as humanly yeah, yeah, possible? Yeah. Thing, we don't have
1: to, but, but uh, yeah.
0: Uh, chess. Yeah, and, exactly. Like, chess sites do have that, don't they? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Pre-moves. Yeah. So you so. can just yeah. play your whole game, uh, you know, even before the opponent plays his first move. So, yeah. Uh,
2: that would kind of come in handy.
1: It's hard to implement for sure. Uh, there's just like how many 20 of us that play bullets so yeah no i don't think it's going to be implemented but it's just yeah. a thought just a thought i had
0: come on ranch
2: American a man can you. dream yeah uh, we're trying to grow it I, I i think more a few players recently have have joined that you know they weren't there originally i, I don't know when when did you play your first bullet super i'm i'm, I'm curious to hear about that because uh, yeah I, I we started we started did we started the same time yeah games?
0: something
1: like that yeah. Um, we
0: were, yeah, we were talking about yeah, I can't remember. I remember we, we were talking about it, like, ages ago, and then people started trying it.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, let's get back to the roots. I believe it was, uh, who was it, Logos, uh, Andrew, C.S. Jr., uh, Bizzle, maybe, you know, those couple of players that were first to introduce uh, mm-hmm. this format. And for <clears throat> like, I don't know, half a year, I played, like, three of them. I didn't really like them, I had no idea what's going on, Um, and I'm not sure if if it was my very first game, but at least, you know, second or third, I played Mm -hmm. uh, with Lumen, uh, Andrew and Basil, and Lumen was streaming that one, so it was, it's possible that was my very first bullet, it was on the stream, uh, it went horribly for me. Um, I know exactly, I remember exactly what happened, Bizzle was playing Darklings, uh, no, he was playing Witches, Lumen was playing Giants, and the only reason I didn't end up fourth with like 40 or 50 victory points margin was because I blocked Lumen at some point, just to, you know, crush his game, and therefore I came in third, and yeah, that was that was, that was, that was, a, that was a horrible performance. Uh, from my side, I didn't say a word on the stream. The guys were talking, you know, chatting all over the place. And I was like trying to focus on the game, and I had no, literally no idea what's what's happening right now with my game and whatever. At some point, I even forget that I can form towns in this game. You know, I was just swimming around, building, building dwellings. You no, know? <laughs> right, right. I, I,
2: yeah, yeah. I think my my first experience was with. whether uh, Chris Hall was in it. I think Andrew was in it as well. And I think it was. It was NerdCube, I think. So it was. A bit, I think it was later than, than you a bit. And yeah, I was playing Swarmlings, I think. And uh, Chris Hall was on Nomads. And I think it was the other factions were like gray and and black, like a, your your classic base map uh, base map matchup. And I think I won that one. And and uh, I fell in love right right away. I think uh, as soon as I played this one, I was like, whoa. Yeah, that that's super super fun, and and I tried to keep it going since then. So so uh, I didn't try it and then waited and then tried it again. For my part, I think I joined it la- a bit later than you, and then I just
1: immediately I uh,
2: immediately liked it and wanted to do more of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that wasn't the the same case with me. I had to force myself uh, somewhere to play then. <laughs> I remember in, in the beginning you were like hesitant. You are like, oh, I'm never play- I'm,
2: de- I'm never play playing bullet again." And then, and then, uh, yeah, that's not what history showed,
1: showed. Yeah. And a week later, anybody wants to play bullet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but I grew fond of it. It's right now. It's my favorite format. Same. Yeah. One hundred percent. I think most of
2: the people that play it now aren't the people that that started it, which is a bit ironic. Like you don't. You don't see Lumen or Rainier. I think Rainier was 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 playing a few bullets too, uh, like in that in that era, Andrew, and uh, so so I think the main play, the main the main players now uh, got started after like most of the players that are playing bullet right now got started like pretty recently. Like they weren't the boofit hadn't hadn't picked up a, a bit of, of motion back then, but I think now it's we have a regular group like of of, of people that just want to hang out and and, and play fast yeah
0: yeah and i i guess it's worth saying if if you do see people playing bullets or offering for bullets do just jump in and join and you don't have to you know no one's going to be annoyed if you're just slightly slow on your first few games or you're learning or your hardware just do it have fun
2: absolutely not
0: get involved it's a good laugh
2: it is it is
0: you can play weird settings five player whatever just do it
2: I've been trying to get like, Fickle's to 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 play because he's he's a big proponent of not liking this format. Well, not not liking it, but like it's not his style. But I think I think we we got Jekyll to try. So we got we got the half, the first half of of of, of the Fickle's Jekyll power couple. Yeah. So maybe we're we're trying to do that to le- to lure in and and lure him him uh, for 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 a bullet game sometime. Yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, what's also fun is that from time to time, somebody approaches and says, OK, I want to try Bullet. I have no idea what's what's going on. I want to try it. You know, it seems like fun. And everybody's, oh, yeah, just just come in, come in, come, and, come with us and play. We, we can even do a five-player game. And I think... Well, these are fun. These are fun. Yeah. Games. yeah. These are the best, actually. Uh, so... I think every single person well at least most of them after their first bullet they're like okay this is fun and i want to do more right that's interesting the five player thing because i think because of the like
2: the very friendly and non-competitive approach that it is it, it, it 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 removes kind of the anxiety or the fear or whatever to try new things and and to experience new formats so so maybe you're mm. you're if if you don't want to play a five player game, like because you're scared of like you don't know the mechanics of what's going on, or you're you're scared of losing or not knowing what you do, then just you know, just because of the fact that it's a bullet, like like sure we care about the score and everything, but at the, at the same time we don't we really don't as well. Like you want to do a, a good game, obviously, but it's not like nobody's going to judge you if if you if 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 you, if you if you play poorly or whatever. So I think it removes some some kind of. A, uh, some of the inhibition maybe uh, that that people feel when they try new things or like three player games or whatever it is right
0: yeah you can try weird things you can try water two strategies although yeah. water two is is a not not an effective bullet strategy as we might come on to but yeah you, <laughs> you can try some sort of like mad double econ no yeah yeah no, exactly yeah,
2: it's like it's like a playground uh, that's that's the way i, I see it and you can just do whatever you want and, yeah. And, yeah
1: um quick remark uh every single you know game if you want to if you want to have fun you still need you know a couple of rules that you follow uh so even though we yeah. say that we're playing for fun but at the same we play to win uh of course and, and so, mm. you know a bit weird but the thing is you always need some rules to follow um in order to have fun so uh exactly. we want to we want to be the fastest we want to score uh the highest number of points but at the same time it doesn't matter if you win or lose you 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 aim for the same goal but the outcome doesn't doesn't really matter right yeah mm-hmm. and,
2: and and sometimes you know you you generally think that you know a wacky strategy or something that is you know not conventional or whatever that might be the winning line also and so it, it, it's not it's not because it's different like like, like the, the the thing you want to do differently usually they arise from a strategical standpoint like you you don't think of taking water two just because you want to take water two, for example like maybe yeah. you see you see a potential value in this line and you're not sure but you want to test it then then go ahead and test it you know it's it's uh so, so i think it all the ideas that you have are usually motivated by your desire to perform and, and as long as you have that mindset then then, then which is Something you should have if you're playing a game such as TM, right? Uh, you don't just do random moves just just for the sake of seeing a dwelling and, and arranging your your structures by colors or, or whatever. Uh, you're motivated by by performance most of the time. So, uh, but yeah, uh, like the last bullet game I played with a five player bullet game, I went water to NGS and it was a good line because and and I saw the but you know maybe I wouldn't have tried that if it was like a, a, a classic. A ranked game arena because
1: you know it's not super uh, it's not a stable way of playing but
2: yeah
1: yeah i wanted to mention that game i, I was pretty sure you're gonna mention that yourself Water two engineers and you were like and, i'm pretty proud of it i'm pretty proud of it yeah and in, in the end you were like okay this is probably a bad line but i wanted to try and if when the final scores came up it turned out that you actually won that one and everybody well well that that wasn't too bad actually you know what are two engineers
2: yeah, yeah you know the, you, you could yeah from 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 these quick games you know maybe somebody sees them or whatever and and, uh, new strategies or new tactics can emerge and i I think it's a it's a you know we all know tm is like a super profound game right there's a lot like Mm -hmm. we we haven't reached yet the 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 strategies and the level of 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 perfection and 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 execution that can be obtained so uh, i think that's another way it's another way to to, to 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 try and scratch the surface and, and dig deeper. It's another approach, I think. We, we, you can you, some some different results on strategies and, and, and tactics can can be obtained through this game mode. I think. Yeah, one hundred percent,
1: for sure.
0: So the the next way that we have been playing or seeing bullets being played is on super Chinese bullet exhibition tournaments on twitch.tv slash terror mystery cats like and subscribe everyone um so this was yeah so this was your idea super what 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 went on What what's the idea
1: uh well the idea is simple Um uh, there's a couple of people streaming terror mystica but there was nobody uh yet to stream bullet games so i decided well we went we started our streaming uh, account we wanted to do some some things that nobody else has done and bullet was like the obvious choice uh to do it and also uh it, it it would be a shame to just play one bullet and finish it after 30 minutes and that's it so uh we just decided uh you me and ghostly to um do do it in the form of a tournament where four players play four different games, bullet games in a row, and you give them p- tournament points for winning games and also being the fastest. Um, and I think that worked pretty well. They, Even though they are bullets, but there's just always four of them. It always usually takes like two hours at least uh, to play the whole tournament. Uh, and yeah, we're, I'm trying to schedule another one, but with all the f- things that are happening around with tmt league and whatnot it's really hard for me to schedule but yeah i'm in the middle of uh, organizing another bullets bullet tournament which would be number four
0: yeah we've done three of them yeah. yeah and so so what i think is interesting with those is i think we sort of stumbled or you stumbled upon actually a really quite an interesting format so the format is scoring as per TM tour on Snellman. So six points for winning a game, three points for second, one point for third, zero points for coming last. But then we we look at the times on board game arena, which as we've discussed, there are caveats there with hardware, blah blah blah, whatever. But whoever's the fastest gets uh Two bonus points, whoever's second fastest gets one bonus points, no bonus points for third and minus one for fourth, so basically one one point spread based on time order, and you get some like you get some actually very interesting results, so the first one uh featured Danny um and NerdCube and Hephaistos, we thought which was you know that was a nice setup of some of the sort of core. Um, bullet players, and NerdCube won that, I guess, quite easily. But then the
2: uh, no, wait, wait, thank you. To... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> to...
0: <laughs> what? What do you? Uh, we'll talk well, about uh, it, and I'll get the scores up for the next one, Danny. What, uh, what happened on last, that first sh- tournament?
2: uh the the first three games were were pretty good, and even the, the last one, I think NerdCube won because I, I didn't. I forgot to read my shipping at the end, and I miscalculated. I needed one power, and then if I if I connect the last game, I think maybe he still gets it, but not not by such a large a large margin. So uh, all credits to 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 NC. You know he's he's the goat. We all know, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to put it out there. Uh, I think we gave him a tough a tough competition. it, it wasn't so easy
1: he's for good, him. But he's true. not that good. Okay yeah right exactly yeah, exactly you're
0: you're right I though because now yeah so what i'm thinking about is that actually in game points he had 16 yeah. but danny mm-hmm. you got only seven points for the games and and you you know like you said if you if you connected you probably would have got i won, quite a few
2: I, I, won. More. I, I win that game if I, I i i think i looked at it and i i passed from zero points for that game to six for 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 i, I just t- totally forgot to connect and i think that 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 swing that that swings the game like by by a big margin so uh, and the uh, other swing yeah. is
0: the time points. so you got the most time points on that tournament mm-hmm. by quite a significant margin and did you i think your so you had a game that was a three minute 43 on the clock which i think is still the fastest we've ever had
2: no or did no no i think uh, actually, the fastest mm. bullet game we've I've seen, which is, I don't really count it. I yeah, say it was Bizzle. Uh, he, he was playing mermaids sure course, I remember the game because I was playing with him, and he got, he got like two minutes and, and fifty seconds. But he just skipped round six essentially. okay. <laughs> he just he just he just did it. He just didn't play his round. I think he built one temple and and, and that was it for his round six. And, and so, uh, that's the fastest I've ever seen. But, but I don't okay. really. I don't quite count it because you know it's uh, round 6 is usually the longest <laughs> and you're just skipping the whole of round 6 I mean you're sure. it's just like you're playing a five round game right so but it was still quite fast obviously
0: So yeah so your 343 is the fastest we've had on a bullet street bullet tournament stream I think um
2: I think someone came close I don't remember who and when I think I saw like a 346 or a 345 yeah, or something s- like that
0: I think mm-hmm. maybe deep finesse gave you a run yeah deep finesse three forty eight
2: yeah yeah, it, yeah. it was,
0: it was deep he finesse. was trying to challenge, but I think that's where where this format actually really shines because you get this you can potentially have a strategy where you just play well enough to come. Like maybe second in every game, but if you're if you're hitting those time points and you're getting the bonus points every time, and the yeah. person who's playing first is maybe thinking about it a bit longer and therefore maybe getting negative bonus points for time, it, it, there's there's sort of a playoff there, which I think is really interesting, um, especially yeah. when there's only a few seconds in like, like the time spread. Uh, I think it's quite an interesting format, actually. Um,
2: so yeah, so it's well proportioned. I think the the time and the like. I think you guys found a, a pretty good balance between like like two points, the two one zero and minus one. I think is pretty it's pretty well balanced in in relation to mm-hmm. the points that you, that you get for like your regular TM victories. Like I, so, I, I think that's a that's a sweet that's a sweet spot. I think for for that format.
0: Mm. Um, the second bullet tournament featured deep finesse age andrew logos and super and i mean deep finesse wait is that the second no sorry that's the third the second bullet tournament featured oh, i've written them all as stupid names as well slow Cobb, weather ages <laughs> which is zit cob weather uh rafa and super chani
2: weber ages is my favorite i think <laughs> <Weber ages. laughs>
0: and sluggish Charney, which is
2: and that is where our
0: man super Charney took the win by 0.5 points so it was it was the spread on game points was 10.5 10 10 9.5 and then weber and super both had four time bonus points so super won it by half a point which that was the one he wasn't streaming i was streaming it
1: yeah but as i have mentioned earlier at one of the podcasts or whenever that was uh i got like pretty lucky uh back then because the fourth game that we played uh i think it was Zitcap who chose very nice map and random factions and i got mermaids with no color neighbors and with 15 victory points to start with so uh yeah uh that feels, that feels good yeah, it was just—it wasn't, you know, like my particularly good performance. Uh, I think any other bullet here would have won that one too, because I just had such an advantage, you know, from for, right from the get-go, right? It's so. just Uber bait stuff. Yeah. These were random factions, so
0: yeah, not yeah, no auction and stuff. um Yeah, and uh, so I, I get—we've probably talked about this long enough. But the third one featured deep finesse. Age Andrew Logus and Super charney, I think Super, you were, oh you were streaming from another PC or whatever there, but Deep uh-huh. finesse basically smashed that one. Um, yeah. yeah, He he's good. He's uh, he's not bad. He's, he's, he's not good bad. at yeah, He's <laughs> decent. Yeah. Um, and so all I would say is, Super, I think your idea for these bullet streams is really great. Uh. We've got a few of them on YouTube. People can watch the ones. I think maybe only one. I lost the VODs. I'm actually quite annoyed I lost the VODs. I'm an idiot. Anyway, one of them is on YouTube. If anyone would like to play in a bullet tournament, Super Chani, although we've been busy with TMTL stuff, is actively trying to organize some. So do reach out to him if you're interested in coming on a stream
1: and play percent. tournament. 100%. Oh, yeah.
0: So, so I think the sort of maybe the next the rest is a little bit to talk about strategies, both in terms of how do you do like stuff like faction picks, water two being bad stuff like that, and then just also general strategies of how you play quickly but effectively. Um, I guess first question is yeah, are there any? factions selections to consider or other sort of game strategies to consider when you're playing a bullet match
2: you want to talk about it super a bit i i'm I'm not i'm not quite sure I, i i think i think some some factions tend to be uh i think there's different levels you could you could look at the first ones is some factions are very straightforward in the way that they do points and they don't have a lot of different lines that you can go for so like like fakirs you wanna you wanna get priests and fly. Darklings you wanna get priests and dig. Halflings you want. Usually like there are some factions that, you know, don't really have a lot of flexibility. Or I mean they do, but they 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 have less flexibility than, than other factions, such as like engineers or or whatever or say witches, you know, uh, you're on Fire and Ice map or on Fjord's map, usually, you know, the stronghold route is is always gonna be correct most of the time. So I think there's like some key map slash faction combinations that you know uh yield a very unique path or uh, i think so maybe that that can be a strategy if you want to first uh try to play bullet is and play play quickly is play something that is well defined in terms of faction and map combination in in terms of like the game the gameplay that you
1: you want to follow does that make sense it does and i agree 100 percent Um yeah they' as you've mentioned, they're well, we can we can say it out loud, I mean officially that they're better and worse factions for bullets. Mm-hmm. Um, generally, it always depends on the game and setup. but uh, as a rule of thumb is that for example, alchemists are the worst faction to play in a bullet because there is so many conv- conversions that you need to do uh, almost in every single turn to get those coins um mm-hmm. for example and digging and you know gaining get, power from a stronghold from digging and then you have to convert that to you know there's a lot of stuff there's of management you, yeah there's other yeah. things you need to manage true yeah um uh, and you can end up like with 50 actions throughout the whole game while when you play fuck years you just dig a couple of hexes you form your one town and you start flying and every single of your turn takes like just a couple of moves and you can finish your game with like 30 actions for the whole game uh, so mm. yeah they can be yeah they're, they're definitely one of the fastest to play but also there is this idea of um, there, there are two things so first is that uh, you also need some general experience of on Terra Mystica. so uh, when you play yeah. darklings on bullet game, Okay, whenever you play bullet and you've been in a faction and you play it, you need to know, like not understand, but simply know uh, your knowledge that you gain through experience and playing like hundreds of games that whenever you play Darklings, you just build your temple, uh, run one, you build sanctuary run two, you build couple of dwellings, you finish with training posts and that's pretty much it, right? And this is pretty straightforward. And also that's one of the safest uh, lines to take uh, it doesn't always grant you a win, but whenever you go for it, y- y- you're gonna feel safe, right? You can win, you can lose, but you're never—it's always decent, right? Um, mm-hmm. So uh, at the same time, when you play, uh, I know something like what can be tricky, what, like chaos magicians in the bullet game—you um, can be easily disrupted. Uh, if I know giant, uh, no, no, <laughs> you can't play against yeah, giant, giants. Okay. <laughs> if giants are in there, man. You're gonna have a bad time. Yeah, <laughs> 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 no, that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, okay. Uh, so there's like dwarves or fuckers, and they take one of your reds that allows you to you know, swim to three or four other. Uh, other hexes you know and that can be pretty devastating for a game and you have to like switch and take completely different line and go um to a different direction expand somewhere else right uh, so when playing something like dark links, fuck your swarm links your game plan you can always choose and go for that uh default most common most popular popular line uh for every single game and you're gonna be fine right Uh, while with Mm. some other factions it can be pretty tricky and they're more um sensitive uh, to what's actually happening around them right yeah Mm. i think it also comes back to uh
2: um like when you're when you're playing and it's also knowing what you're supposed to do in the first few rounds i think like as a general rule of thumb is is good Uh, like if you see a match that's when experience comes in so like if you see like a certain setup, and and witches are being bid on, then, then you need to identify that. Okay, maybe maybe witches are supposed to open stronghold there, or maybe uh, there's a temple. But it doesn't matter what people think. But you need like when when you pick on a faction, you're you're not picking a faction. I think you you must more think about it as you're picking like kind of a game plan uh, a bit. But which that can change obviously in the course of the game. But I think given the time constraint. Uh, it's it's like, if you see a certain setup, then you, you should probably try to identify, like, what are the four main opening lines and, and, and how do they interact with each other with the bonus tiles and and, and, the, and the first round setups, I think.
1: Yeah, so for example, this is like the obvious uh, example. So when you play Darklings and you want to build uh, a temple, yeah. uh dwelling, maybe two dwellings around one and go for Sanctuary around two, uh, it's it's uh well every every turn mystical player knows that you you need at least two more workers and a couple of coins right And like five or four of them something like that so uh mm. w- once you know it your first rounds are actually settled you just need that uh you just need those two workers you can get from pastiles or uh power actions and you're ready to go right and at the same time when your mind um let's say uh doesn't have to think about it you can spend your um let's call the brain resources uh to check right. what, other, what other players are doing what's what how what's the track here when when you're uh, going to build your training post uh you know you find your ways to connect or and something like that right so that's usually what i do when i play a faction for example darkling that's the, the obvious uh, example uh, i just do stuff that i always do with darklings and in the meantime where when other are Others are doing their moves. I just, you know, try. I try to ex- like predict what's gonna happen when these guys, where these guys expanding. Uh, if I'm gonna connect or not. If I'm not connecting, maybe I just your towns. Yeah, where where do you build your towns stuff? Yeah, you know, this guy, all, all the other stuff that you can think in the meantime, right? Because you don't have to focus on build, you, you know, you have to upgrade your trading post, get those workers, build a temple, build a dwelling with a priest dig, and that's it, right? There's no, This is no rocket science. You can always go for it. It's almost always safe to do it. Yep.
0: Yeah. On the faction side, there's also stuff, though, like cultists have sort of more actions because of their ability alchemists you can get tripped up on the coin versions and then swarmlings just have often fewer actions in general do you think that is equally important or as important as sort of the the other strategy considerations
2: well for cultist i think it slows down the whole table because you can't auto accept leech so you, so even even though you have your auto accept leech on you need to confirm every time because you're giving cultists leech so it differences their game and yours so i think cultists are 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 not so bad in the sense that they 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 slow down everyone else as well uh, probably too so and and sometimes when people decline uh, as you as your cultists you don't have to spend a lot of time because you just gain one power so it actually slows people other people down more than you if they Mm -hmm. if they keep if they keep declining your leech so uh, i think cultists are 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 not as bad as like alchemists in that regard uh, times regard because it, it affects the whole table oh i agree so I agree. uh you need to think about denying cultists sometimes you know like, oh, do i give them that spade or not or that extra worker so i think that can be pretty uh, <laughs> uh pretty uh, more negatively towards other people than, than yourself as cultists
1: that's true. That's true. Uh, it's very similar to what some of the experts, I, I believe Zoris mentioned a couple of times, that whenever there's giants in a game, uh, the whole table scores much less, right? The end scores are usually less because there's giants sure. in the game. Uh, right. So it's it's pretty similar to call this in a bullet. When there's this in a game, the whole game takes like you know those couple of actions more and the uh, thinking time is always uh, higher than usual. I think so so. It's, yeah. it's a very similar dynamic here and yeah i never i never bid on Alchemist on bullet i've never played i think i pl- maybe i played once or something or i i haven't played at all i never play alchemists on bullet uh i just bid them down if others are bidding them down and i want to get a good deal out of the action but <laughs> i never go i never go down enough to you know to um to end up playing them yeah threaten you playing it yeah
2: yeah never never I think welcome is the strategy of like mass converting like like twenty mm-hmm. coins at the beginning mm-hmm. or until you can accept leech like like that's the, that's the feeling like get, let yourself have some a few VPs so you can accept leech maybe but
0: uh, yeah just yeah immediately yeah grab I mean, ten coins for VPs or whatever yeah just do it yeah, all at once
2: yeah I think if you can as much as much as the VP allows you so you, you don't want you can't go under zero right so if you start at fifteen then you don't you can't really do 20 but, but uh, uh yeah but i think that's a strategy but i think swarmlings are, are another faction where you know it's very easy to to have a safe plan you know as as super said with the darklings you know maybe the sanctuary the sanctuary is not always the best line if you have like months to think about it and maybe you know uh, building a second temple instead in that scenario leads to better results but you can't really go wrong with this round two sanctuary and the same for swarmlings, you know. I think there's very clear-cut lines that you just can't go wrong with. Either it's super tall or like Sanctuary Round 2 or maybe like Double Ding Round 1 and, and then Sanctuary Round 3 maybe. So there's like these few main lines for each faction, I think, that that, that uh, you need to be able to identify quickly if you want to play quickly, right? I think that uh, it's, it's, it sounds like I'm not saying anything relevant, but like... No, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it, it sounds redundant a bit when I say it, but like... Uh the ability to like identify that okay this is like the f- the first few key moves. It's like chess in openings, if you want. Like if you we were we were talking about chess earlier. Yeah. You know, when, when 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 someone plays D4, you need to play I don't know, I don't know I don't know a lot about chess, honestly. I I really suck. But I know that I, I know that there's a a lot of openings and a lot of response that are kind of like a choreography. You know, it's kind of like, okay, this move plays that, then this is the best move. And it goes on, like, for 10 moves on each side. And after that, you know, it, the game really starts, like, at, at, a, at a certain level. I think that's how sometimes it works. So, uh, yeah. I think that's the same thing to be to be said for, for TM in openings.
0: It, when I first started, I, when I would play people on, on BGA, I couldn't comprehend how people would play less than sort of 30-minute games. Like, I, I just, I didn't understand. <laughs> and then you realize that after a while, when you've played enough and sort of studied the strategies enough you yeah you know as swarmlings you're probably going to be just building a stronghold around one and blah 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 but all of that stuff that when you're you're actually sort of making like thinking about those lines to begin with it takes much longer and it is just about having them sort of in your brain and then speed can come up
2: you kind of know like the the consequences of like for swarmlings, you know it's very it's not likely to like take both double dig round one and then get a sanctuary round two like you you can do it sometimes you get enough leech but like if you take double dig round one probably you won't have enough resources to get your sanctuary round two because you don't have a worker's action uh, or a coin's action probably in the following round so uh, knowing like which lines to take and and what they bar you from doing also is kind of like swarming is the is the best example uh you, you mm-hmm. can't really get double dig and two dwellings and a temple you need you often you need to choose between either <coughs> like double dig and, and expanding first with a couple dwellings and then delaying your temple and your sanctuary or or like maybe building a temple round one and then a sanctuary round two and, and paying for a single dig only so mm. i think these these kind of dynamics exist for 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 a lot of factions and, and yeah
1: yeah, It's just it's usually just a matter of experience, you know, like pure experience. You just play a lot of games and you you get used to this kind of stuff. Right. It's not about like you're extremely skillful to. And you don't, you don't have to be a genius to uh, play, you know, like one or two um, default lines for swallmas in the first two rounds. Right. You can always hard dig and upgrade shipping or do whatever weird stuff. Uh, <laughs> send free priests to cults. Right. But every, everyone would every, you know, player above 400 would agree that this is probably not the best and efficient way to play swarmings. and like 99% of matchups right so you can there's always those as you've mentioned two or three lines you just need to choose one of them and you follow it for a round or two and you know in the meantime you can think of you know what's going to happen in two rounds or three rounds to come and and that's
2: just to be clear that's when like if you I think we're talking from a perspective of someone who wants maybe to get into it but but once you've used to the same way that once you when you're used to playing tm in general like non-bullet just mm-hmm. regular tm you kind yeah. of identify these 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 points but when you're used to playing bullet you there's like another there where you're okay well now you can experiment more and you can you can just bid on something and, and if you see a line then you can just go for it so uh, with practice you know you, your ability to press information just goes faster as uh, the more you do it so uh so you we don't always play like these main lines. It's not that, but if you want to get into it and 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 have a sense of like what should I do, there's not time. Then I think sticking to <clears throat> at the beginning, like picking something that is quite uh, common and well defined in terms of openings is just the best way to get into it. But once once you once you're used to it, you just do whatever you want, right? If yeah. you feel like if you feel like like. Hard digging for round one with, with CM and, and not building a temple because you think that's going to be a, a good move. Then then just go for it and try it out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The game is going to end in like twenty minutes anyway, so you're not wasting time on it. Exactly. Oh, that's a that's a good, that's a very good point.
2: I think we we failed to mention earlier is that sometimes you, it really feels bad when you when you're investing two hours into like a TM game and it turns out like a horrible game. And, and, mm. and I know I think we've all had that experience where. You just you know, nothing's yeah. working, and it's just uh, like pe- people are doing really unexpected things, and you're just you're just having a horrible game. I think it's not it's not a good feeling uh uh to have. So if that happens in bullet, yeah, it only lasts twenty minutes, and and you know it's over after. Yeah. you you, yeah. you you can move on. Yeah.
1: If you ever want to try, I don't know, like cold fuckers. If you do it in a bullet, you don't you don't do it in a regular game, and wait for like an hour another yeah. another hour before the game is finished to see that it, 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 it's it's it it's not work. it's not working right you don't need an hour to know that it's not working but you can try it in a bullet no problem you just go for it and yeah that was fun
2: uh, gold figures actually sometimes it's pretty good besides i i've had some success with it like with you take the two key towns and if you get a couple mm-hmm. of priests early uh it can pretty it has some potential i think but yeah uh You don't need to sacrifice two hours of, of of your of your precious time in order to find that out. You, you could just uh you could just do that in five five times as fast than, than, than your regular TM game. True. A quick
0: word. We're probably sort of running out of time, so but a quick word on auction strategies. I know that you I think Danny, you mentioned that you'll often just jump to a faction and then maybe bid. More than one, so you're not bidding one point at a time, stuff like that in the auction to save a bit of time
2: uh i think what what I tend to do right now is 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 try to go for the not the immediate uh, like not the up, so let's say if it, so say it's like uh it's like blue green uh, like it's like yellow gray black uh, and, and 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 green or gray whatever. Like you don't go for the obvious like best mm-hmm. pick right away. I think I just go for like a second tier pick, and, and then see what people are doing, and then and then either that or I just let let them see like how how they want to evaluate this, and so so they spend time on bidding the the the, yeah. the, the, the correct factions, and I I'm just chilling and waiting until the the dust settles, and then once I get bid off of my top bar pick whatever. Uh then maybe I can uh, I have time to evaluate. Okay, well maybe I want to go for that uh obviously that better faction a bit more and then I bid on it or or I'm happy where I am. So that, that's that's an approach that I'm I'm trying to have. Yeah.
1: I'm trying to do the same usually. Uh when I see for factions. Uh I'm well you don't necessarily always know, okay, this is the best faction yeah. here and this is the worst. So but sometimes you're like, okay, there is no way engineers are going for 30, right? If that's the case, I just bid them down and then I scroll down to see the uh, the track and pastels and you know look, I look at the other factions and try to uh, predict the openings and whatnot. And uh, when the time comes for me to you know to do another bid after you know the other guys were just bidding one by one those darklings in the first seat uh, or something like that, I have enough time to evaluate things and then I'm you know I know what's I know what I'm bidding right because I had some time to think about it. Yeah, I do that that
2: too or either 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 i think both strategies either like bidding just taking on 30 faction for for a while on the faction that is not mm-hmm. probably good or, or or bidding intensely one that is obviously very good i think like if you start off by bidding like 15 points out, off a faction then you have a lot more time to think like, you don't need to think about the auction anymore because unless somebody immediately bids you down which might happen but like if you bid by big chunks of amount. Um, and you're confident that you know this, this. This is the fact. This is the point that it's it, it should be allowed. And after you, you can scroll down and think a bit more about the setup while other people are are chipping off the little points. Right? You have a, a block of time to think about each opening and and and, and the pastels and what pastile is every faction likely to get and, and and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Essentially, just to make a quick. Essentially, it's just bidding in a way that doesn't require you to keep bidding constantly, yeah. because that's mm-hmm. when you can't. That's when you can't think, right? So you you need like chunks of un, of un of uh, what's the word of uninterrupted thinking yes. time, right? Yeah. So 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 any 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 bidding strategy, I think that will yield you these like ten seconds of okay, I don't have to click on something right now. Is is going to be pretty beneficial to assessing uh, your 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 plans and and and. Uh, the way to go forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else on strategy or anything that you you guys want to talk about or or mention?
1: Um, yeah, I guess um, because when I play bullets, I try to, um, you know, I, well, I try. That's not always happening. I try to find those little things that save me those couple of seconds here and there or, you know, give me the edge so um for example during games uh, there are those situations that you can use um for example uh you expect other play- okay so for example you expect every other player to have their um auto leech on right and sometimes they do not turn it off during games between the rounds right so th- uh i i found i sometimes you know do it on a purpose it's not always the case but i sometimes manage to you know build next to someone and i see their power you know going up and i see that they're overproducing power there uh just because they forget to you know turn that that thing off so uh yeah uh when i'm when i give given a chance and i see that possibility i go for it um and you know or for example um because the thing about bullets is that it's not all, only you playing you know fast it's every other player too so every player is prone to do mistakes and you know something may skip their attention so uh sometimes other players do not pay attention to what you're doing and you can um you can uh upgrade your shipping and they do not realize it and then you know once they realize it it's late because you you have free shipping already or two shipping with a temp ship and they didn't have time to uh, to notice that and take one of their hexes you know you strike them and it's not only yeah. it all also influences their um, their future moves because you disrupted the, the um, their uh, process, you know, their thinking process there. So they had their line, uh, they wanted to go for it, and suddenly cut. Uh, they maybe sometimes you know they're ca- caught off guard and they may be confused for a second or two. You know that can lead to them spending you know more thinking time. Or the same goes for some aggressive passing, right? You've got one more action. Yeah. You decide, no, well, I'm not, I'm I'm going to pass right now, right? And the other players player is like, oh oh crap, I wanted to pass for that pass then, and the transaction, yeah. And what do I do now, right? Do I pass now or do I do uh, make another move, right? And that costs them additional few seconds. Uh, You know and you get the edge over there. So there, there, they're quite there's probably more um, There's come that uh, these are some that come to my mind right away, but there those Very little small things, details that you can use to get the edge over the other players in the bullet Yeah, I think Mm
2: -hmm. another, uh, another Thing I would like to say which is more of a general thing than like a super specific techniques or tactics is just I think that applies to uh, a lot of things in other, like uh, a TM in in not a bullet game, but in regular is the fact that when you're playing bullet, what you want to do instead of trying to, I think, instead of trying to see all of the lines that you could possibly take, I think what you want to do is seeing how, spending that time instead on how you could optimize the line that you've you've chosen. So for example, instead of thinking, do I build a, a, a temple or a stronghold? think about maybe how if choose choose, just choose a path and think about what are the micro actions that could optimize this path like do i do i rush my temple do i take a double dig action first so 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 maybe like if you're if you're building a temple say round one then you're probably looking to get some digs right so think about how you could optimize your chances of getting double dig instead of thinking about the debate between temple and stronghold for example if you're opening the stronghold maybe with nomads or whatever you're probably getting the dig so what you want is coins so think about how you can micromanage your 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 leech and whether to get good chances of either getting a seven coins now or seven coins action in round two and that goes i think for every round once you've chosen a line i think it's better to think about the micro things that could enhance your line instead of thinking about how your line can be different i don't know if that makes sense uh, yeah, that's uh, really very true. It's very true.
0: Yeah, that's a really interesting. Yeah.
2: So, for example, in round four, you want to think about okay, I, I, say say in round four you need to expand, right? That's your plan. You need to like ship and and put out some dwellings because it's a dwelling round. Then you you don't need to think about that because you already know you're going to do it. So now you can think about okay, well, I need to upgrade my shipping, but I would also like to get double dig. But then the double dig is better if I get shipping first. Okay, does somebody threaten double dig now? Does somebody threaten my hexes? They, they, maybe there's an important hex that is one ship away, but I, I, I want to be greedy and upgrade my ships before so I can double dig and open up more dwellings, but maybe I lose that risky hex. So these little decisions, I think you allow yourself space and time to think about them if you've unburdened yourself from choosing a line. And I think even if, though, even if it's not the best line, I think there is a lot more to be learned by having this mentality, especially in a bullet setting. Than than trying to obsess over which line is better, uh, so that would be one of my uh, my takeaways that I, I I try to take away from that is essentially this: spend more time on optimizing one thing, even though in absolute it might not be the best thing, because it probably will be better. Uh, it's better to polish a third in that sense than then than than, than, <laughs> than choosing uh, than spending too much time choosing something else. It doesn't really make sense with that analogy, but uh, but yeah, I think it's better to choose something and then really think about how you can uh, amel- uh, how you can better that 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 strategy rather than mm. spending too much time thinking about other strategies that might be possible
1: that's true because uh, so there's this idea of uh, that I was recently thinking about that you've got uh, as opposed to other uh termistic formats, there is another research that you have which is uh, you know you're how your brain works and wh- what you can uh, what you can think about and you, what you can afford to think about, right? So there is, as you've said, there is no reason to think about uh, whether I go for this one or this one. You just choose one of them right away and you, you know, go further, right? There is no turning back, back. you cannot, uh, under your previous actions, so we just go for one, you go full in it. And yeah you have to strategically manage to uh what what can you afford to think about right about mm-hmm. your building order um also you have to pay attention to uh other players what they're doing if you're playing a pretty fragile faction like factors or someone else if you want to pass early, you're looking at you know how many actions the others have left well when you play darklings, you don't really care for example, you just dig and you build yeah you build stuff until you're out of resources right usually well as a rule of thumb Uh uh-huh yeah so it's it's uh,
2: it's priorities in in, in, i I think that comes with so so maybe you you pick a line and it's not the best one but that's that doesn't mean that you haven't done the best to improve your line so so even so maybe your the line wasn't good at, at at the beginning because of how the game turned out but that's and i think that that comes with experience so that now experience yep. tells you that you know yeah okay even even though i thought long and hard about it and i think i executed that line perfectly it wasn't the best choice and then next time a similar setup comes around and you're like okay well i remember that you know the stronghold there wasn't quite good so let's go with the tempo for, for example uh, very true but 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 uh thinking too hard about about this will not actually let you improve on, on these micro decisions and i think the devil is in the details and i think that's the uh, that's how games are lost i think most of the time it's not because somebody picks the wrong line it's because uh, a lot of times it's because in a certain line you know somebody fails to do a certain action at a certain time like you 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 fail to take the double dig right now and then another else their player gets it and then your whole game just goes into shambles. so there's like some critical breaking points Uh, and i think that bullet just enhances these these kind of critical points because uh you don't have time to think about them, so so it forces you to kind of try to recognize them in, instead of, of focusing on the on the on the type of game you want to play. Focus on the on the how we're going to execute it. Yeah,
0: I love it. I love it. Is there anything else we want to mention?
2: Uh, I think I think we covered. I think that was these were my closing thoughts. I guess. Yeah,
0: we've probably taken. About two or three bullet games length of time to talk about bullet
2: <laughs> there goes it, there's a there's a lot of things to say about a lot of stuff right there's a things are interesting by 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 nature usually there there's a lot to be said about 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 stuff in life
0: yeah, I think it's interesting, and yeah, like we said, always recommend people give it a go, have fun
2: it's great fun. It's really it's really great, it's really great just try it just join and just play try, it. It. try it don't yeah. think about it just try it and, and then and then worst case scenario if you don't like it then it only took 20 minutes of your life right so uh, it's not it's not a big investment and most likely you're, you're gonna enjoy it uh, uh, especially if you if you have some uh, like if you like TM I mean there's no reason why you wouldn't like it honestly but but uh, yeah just try it and see it for yourself.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good laugh. Uh cool. Thanks Danny for joining us. Thanks Super charny for uh being the
2: thank you. Thank you thank you for the insights.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh super for promoting Bullet Play. Um yeah. Very good. Very nice to talk to you as well, Danny. I think Danny first returning guest on the podcast maybe episode
1: 1. Oh, yeah, that was the first one. Yeah, You're whatever. right. Zoras has been twice. Although we haven't, re- oh yeah, we haven't released his. Well, we have released his episode, right? Um, Is the other one. I, lose I track. track. I don't think so. Okay,
2: maybe not. Have we? Did you guys? I'm, no, I'm I not.
0: did. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The okay. it was about the extra scoring. Yeah. All oh, right. I did release yes. it. Have you listened to it? <laughs>
1: I have, uh, <laughs> but I wasn't sure if it no. was you know uh, on a streaming platform or you send me a file. But yeah, I've listened to it. No, it is. Yeah,
0: that was episode fourteen. There it is Fire and Ice scoring with Zoras.
1: Uh, I haven't caught that one. No. Ooh, shame, shame, <laughs> shame.
0: We should promote. So I, 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 I meant to post it, but we should promote promote your SoundCloud, Danny Fiction.
1: It's good oh, stuff you know, on there. I really uh, like oh. it.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, Good tunes. You're a talented, talented chap. Thanks, thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, cool, nice one.
1: All right, boys. I got scram. Thanks, Danny. Thanks. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And see you next time. See ya. Ciao. See you guys. See ya. Bye bye.